Hi, and welcome to Moral High Ground, where I find out, and we find out, what's morally right to me and you. You know, pretty much. Anyway, is it morally right to be a prostitute? Or is prostitution morally right? That's something that's been said since the dawn of time. Guys wandering off to find something younger, better, sexier, more attractive, or just to fill their lustful desires, or women just oversexed, wanting more, desiring the whole passion and the whole pounding ecstasy. Is it something that should be vanished, vanquished, something that should be criminally charged in every sense like it already has been, or should it be legal? In this day and age, in some ways, prostitution is very legal. Especially when it comes to the internet. You know, girls get on Instagram, they're standingly clad, naked, pretty much, doing all kinds of things, you know, that currently became part of regular everyday American culture, like twerking, which something that was something just done by black Americans at one point, but is now branched out to every person in the world, as well as you know, posing in provocative clothing or bikinis, workout clothes. And, you know, it leads to this other site that we all know is OnlyFans, where prostitution is pretty much what it is, but in a way where they don't have to engage with the John or the Trick or the, you know, Sugar Daddy. They simply post photos. They simply talk a little sweet message, post a video maybe, and the guy subscribe with a fee, depending on whatever the female depends the fee is. And they go for it, which I don't understand why, because it should be more of a physical contact. I think all this, and I said it before, you know, that the dating website thing is wrong, you know, because it's not for stops you from truly getting to know someone in person, truly being able to walk up and understand someone, to touch them, hold them, you know, sit back in silence and enjoy the time you have with them. And these are the things that need to be done to make a person feel a connection. And in some cases where people don't get that connection from the people they're interested in, the people they love or the people they want to have sex with, but they can't do it. So that's where prostitutes come in. To fill the void, the loneliness, you know, the emptiness of not having a significant other. Whether it be a female prostitute or a male one, the need has to be filled. And in some cases, you know, you can say it's immorally right that you're selling your body for sex and that you're giving it away to anybody that's willing to pay. But prostitutes has been around for so long, it's in the Bible. There's so many prostitutes in the Bible. You know, you have Rhaegar, who pretty much sat back and told the whole kingdom of, you know, Jericho about the pending doom that was coming their way and was able to get everybody she knew in her apartment before the accident or event occurred and because she knew everybody 
And the only reason why she knew everybody because she's a prostitute. Prostitutes are well-known to lots of different men, lots of different people. They're very sociable. And so it made sense for a prostitute to work God's will in that story. You also got the story of Gomer, who is the wife of Hosea, you know, a prophet who was forced to remarry his wife or stay married to his wife that became a prostitute. She ran off looking for men, her sexual desire, looking for things that could fill that emptiness, that weird lust demon she had. And he totally ignored the man that gave all attention, all joy, and all love to her. And then Hosea was meant to go find her. God ordered him to go find her. And he went all over the place looking for her in many different countries, many different nations and cities. And when he finally came across her, she was being sold as a slave, but he could barely recognize her for she had changed. And, you know, you might say the point of this story doesn't make too much sense. Why would God make a prophet marry a prostitute? Well, because of the fact that the prostitute bloodline is important. And at the same time, that you're supposed to take marriage seriously. That if you marry somebody under the power of God, under the, the sake and desire to truly love then you should never leave them you should never wave your feelings you should try to focus all your energy on trying to make the relationship work not just for you but for your partner and I think people are foolish and selfish nowadays when they try to get married because they all have hidden agendas and they're worried about their own self-worth more than trying to please the other person or staying with them based on you know the good merit of the sanctity of marriage they're just in it for you know saying hey I got a wife or hey I got a husband you know make themselves feel whole you know but in some cases it's just not right you know people get married because someone has more wealth and you know I've seen it in so many different ways there's like there's this woman who I've seen like last year or whatever as a kid doesn't care about the kid walking around and she's calling the guy harassing him the son's pretty much doing whatever the hell he wants and she's not paying one bit of attention to the boy the boy could run out in traffic she wouldn't care because she only had a kid with him you can tell so she could you know manipulate the man so he can have you know she had money you know the guy was caught up probably had a kid with her she made it seem like you know, relationship was going to be good just so she can get all the things she want, get that fancy shoe closet. You know, girls got to have their shoe closets and stuff. And it had nothing to do with true love. And so the whole thing is, you know, can you love a prostitute? Is prostitution legal? Well, you know, like I said, in some places it is like Las Vegas. Prostitution is well legal. Is it needed? Maybe not, but in some cases, maybe so. Because a lonely as a man needs to get his pleasure some way. And if you can't get it 
from a normal woman, then maybe a prostitute is the best way to go, you know? But I think sex is something that's being overrated, you know? It's been way to the point to where it's just like, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just so overbearing. It's everywhere. People were always talking about some weird sexual act because now it's perverted to the point where, you know, you got the gay uh, opinions, you got their lesbians opinions, you got all these different sexual groups now, which is stupid. There was this short story. There was this girl I was messing with last summer, and she was a lesbian, and she was a friend, you know, was, she was like a neighbor or whatever, but anyway, we started hanging out, and I could tell she really liked me, because she would just be like, hi, you know, like really obsessed with me, you know, everything, so started hanging out, she would buy me drinks, and sometimes she started buying me fifths every day, and things, and then, you know, she was just like, hey, I want to have sex with you and stuff, but the thing that bothered me the most was, she would always yell, I'm a lesbian, I'm a lesbian. And I'm thinking, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm thinking, what the fuck? I'm heterosexual. Am I supposed to be yelling I'm heterosexual? And so that's what I did one night when she started going, I'm a lesbian. I'm a lesbian. And I was like, I'm heterosexual. I'm heterosexual. I want some pussy. <laughs> I want some boobies. You know? And she started laughing. I said, you see how funny that is? You see how funny that sounds? I'm yelling my sexuality out to you. And she just said, yeah, that's funny. I said, well, how the hell do you think you sound every time you yell that you're a lesbian? Sounds crazy, you know? This is not something where your whole life should be structured around your sexuality. Now, I know that sounds a little crazy because us being heterosexual people, we have to you know, live our life for our mates and trying to find one, the whole purpose to to breed and repopulate and keep the whole human race flowing and going and continuous until the end of time. So, but with that being said, though, there's no point in yelling and we already know what we are, you know? The only reason why you would yell something like that is because you're trying to misguide people. You're trying to divert them into a different way of thinking and a different way of life. I think too many people took it with ease when the LGB community came and homosexuality became the all right thing, I guess. They take it too easy. They just be like, you know, oh, I'm done with women. Now I'm gay. I can never do that. I can never believe in that for my own personal opinions. Okay? I'm not going to say it's wrong for all men to do whatever the hell they can do what they want. But me personally, I think it's really stupid. Because why would I ever give up on women? I love the look of them, the taste of them, the, the smile of a woman. I like the little giggles of a woman, their little womanly motions. You know, it just it makes me happy. You know, and the sex with a woman is just it's amazing. There's nothing. There's no better thing. <laughs> but it's not a thing too where you should fight and die for your desire of. A, a woman or whoever it is you got a desire for you shouldn't have to die you shouldn't have to put yourself in danger or harm's way just to be with a woman just to love a woman just to have sex with a woman you should have to do that and if a woman's making you do that you got to get the hell away from her quick you got to run from the hills you got to go bury yourself in a bunker somewhere underground lair and you know and prepare for the end of the world because a woman is a dangerous thing
they like to say that men are dangerous, that we're threats, they're the prey and we're the predators. But I implore you to think about the whole nature of females. And when I say that, I mean like the animal kingdom. Who's the most dangerous of lions? Not the man, he just growls and sleeps and shit while the woman goes around killing elk and deer and and dragging them to her cubs and if she don't like them, she's beating the crap out of them, you know? And then you got the praying mantis that's getting shagged and then she just turns around and eats the dude's head off, you know? It's like, hey, <laughs> you got so many different things, black widow spiders, I mean, go on and on and on. Women are the most deadliest of creatures. And right now in our society, they've proven it. They switched to it and manipulated and diverted society into thinking that women need more respect, which probably was true at a certain time. But it made it to where they seem like they're the victims, and yet at the same time they're strong, which is like it's like a, a double entendre. It makes no sense. It's the biggest joke, you know. How can you be strong and weak at the same time? So if anything happens to a woman and she says it happens, they automatically believe it. And a guy is already ejected to losing everything, you know. And there's been women lately. And I don't know, maybe I'm just, you know, tripping because I'm in my 40s. But it's just like I can tell when I'm dealing with a woman that's unstable. And it's tons of them. It's not just a few. There's so many women are unstable. And, I mean, it's unstable from broken relationships. Unstable from family drama that they probably had problems with their children, you know, problems with so many other things. And so these women automatically got a hatred towards men and will manipulate a man day one to try to ruin their lives. You know, and it happens. It's not even worth, you know, being friends with a woman because they're ultimately thinking about having sex with you, being in a relationship with you, or what they can get out of you. They're not thinking about, oh, Let's just have this good friendship, this good bond. And there is some that is out there, but it's hard to find them. You know, you got to find a good working woman. You got to work at a job and be with them. The only problem with that, working with a woman is a bad thing, too, because your personal business becomes public domain at your job. So prostitution is a good thing because in that sense, because here's a person who is if you're saying, hey, I, I, I want this from you. I love you because cause whatever your body or whatever, I like you this way. And I'm going to pay for my service with you or whatever, vice versa. And you spend that time having sex. And then sometimes if you're doing it multiple times with the same prostitute, then you become friends. And when you become friends, it becomes more of a casual thing. And then it's, you know, you build a friendship to where you know, she's comfortable having sex with you without the money. You know, it happens. Believe it or not, it does happen. So it's better than running around, paying money for OnlyFans, dealing with a woman that, you know, is, is bitter and sour and ultimately trying to waste time, trying to destroy you and everything you try to accomplish. So in that sense, a prostitute is good because she's not trying take over your life, she just wants your money, she wants you to have sex with her, she's going to leave, you know, not unless she's a, fell in love with you day one, and then you got a whole nother problem on your hands, but with that sense, you might as well make prostitution legal, 
you know. But morally, I have to say, you know, out of all the biblical stuff I studied and all the things I've known of the gods, when we talk about Zeus and he had many, many, you know, adultery type situations, you have to just say, like, there's a time and a place for everything. And there's a time and a place for prostitutes. There's a time and a place for a woman that is sexually experienced. It just is. You know? Even though we all want the sweet girl that can be a whore sometimes for us, it's more simpler just to find a woman that can get the job done and still be able to relate to you in some connection to make you feel solid in a way. And I can say, you know, legalized prostitution, you know, because, I mean, even if you went through Jesus's bloodline, you're going to find out that some of the people they say in the Bible are prostitutes are his ancestors. And it would shock the hell out of you because it goes, you know, like I said, Rahab, uh, I forget the one woman who she manipulated, uh, I think his name was Judah. Yeah. Judah was a son of, uh, Jacob who had a son who ended up dying, but he was promised a wife and the wife was promised to the other son because his first son died. And then that son was considered to be, uh, bad because he, like masturbated on the floor and didn't have sex with her and to get her pregnant. And that's the point in the Bible where they say masturbation is wrong, but no one explains that anymore. It's just everybody's like, oh, I'm masturbating. Oh, you know, it's just like, what the hell? Things like that shouldn't be said in public, I believe. You know, there's something that you should keep to yourself, personally. You know, but all in all, the way the story goes, she dressed it up. You know, women change up their name. You know, they can make themselves look beautiful to, you know, drop of a hat, you know. And that's what she did. And she sat by a well, waited for Judah himself because one son died. The other son pretty much proved that he's useless when it comes to having sex with a woman. And so she, she wanted that seed from that bloodline. And so she wanted it from Judah himself. And he seen her and he said, let me come into you. This is actual line in the Bible. He says, can I come into you? And he goes, has sex with her. She gets pregnant. And then he couldn't know he hadn't seen her for a long time or anything like that. And then when he finds he sees her, she's pregnant. And it's his baby. Instead of shutting her off, getting mad, he accepted it and took her as his wife. And it was meant to happen because... She's an ancestor of Jesus Christ. They also say Esther was another one. They talk about Ruth, but I don't know. I think Ruth was, wasn't was a prostitute. I thought she was just, uh, you know, living an old custom in a way to try to please a man that she needed because her husband died. And she needed a man, and the guy that she found was a perfect suitor. So she wanted to please him by treating him like a man and proving that he had value to her. And so I don't believe Ruth was a prostitute. Now, many other people 
and spiritual belief systems will disagree with me because she was told by uh, the mother-in-law that the dead husband she had to go to the place that this guy was, dress up a certain way, you know, I think it was like rub his feet or lay next to his feet. You know, it's been a very long time since I've read that part of the Bible. But either way, all in all, this guy fell in love with her, regardless of whatever the situation was. And he was able to understand her. Now, you could say, like I said, you could say she was a prostitute, but I believe she was taught by her mother-in-law to have to learn how to truly love and cherish a man and show him that he has value. You know, that would ultimately make any man want to love a woman. If a woman is making him feel valued and respected, then that man's going to stick with that woman over the woman that likes to run her mouth, scream, you know, cause chaos every day. You know, there's women out there that just is ridiculous to me. They want to fight and argue just so they can get you to fight with them. They, they forcibly try to put make you put their hands on them through, through insults that, that hit cords like sharp daggers, you know. And, and, you know, people say sticks and stones don't break your bones. What the hell with that? Words do hurt people. Or we wouldn't have these people running around America changing things. So you can't say a certain thing. You can't say this. You can't say that now. And why is that? Because those words actually hurt. And so with that being said, women hurt people. They hurt men more than a man can hurt a woman. Because they'll say something that will get deep into a man's soul and just set him off. And so the man is the true victim because these women were taught to hate the patriarchy. These women were taught that a man's words isn't valuable, even though we have authority over all things on this toilet earth. So that includes women because we were women were supposed to be made in the man's image, you know, or whatnot from man. Either way, a good woman it's hard some ways because in some kind of way everyone is mentally ill in, in this country and I'm not saying that just to you know to say oh ha 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 they're mentally ill but seriously people's points of views the way they were raised the things they experienced the way they treat other people and the complete backlash of certain things that they see and do to people is just like Wow, you know, and you can just talk to somebody sometime and the most dumbest stuff will come up. Me, sometimes I'll have a conversation with someone not realizing my intellectual intelligence and I'll sit there and I'll say these things and they'll be like, whoa, and then I'll hear something real basic or common come out, which tells me that my level of intelligence isn't on their level, which makes it harder for me to communicate. And a lot of times I got to dumb myself down to communicate with these people. So when it comes to a woman, it's even harder sometimes because first off, she's already thinking in her head whatever she thinks a man is, whatever she thinks a man's gonna say, and then her perception on what she thinks that man wants from her. And so when you're trying to talk, you know, they automatically think, okay, he wants this from me, he wants that. And then if you start expanding on your thoughts and their thoughts ain't there, Either they're going to try to reach your intelligent level 
all you're doing is just talk straight out and say, hey, I don't really know this stuff, but I like what you're saying. It all depends on the female. But with a prostitute, you pay her, she's just going to agree with you. <laughs> it's simple to the point. So, I don't know on this one. You know, and I just say that God had uses for prostitutes. So, in some way, prostitutes are needed. Is it morally right or wrong? I can't say. Or maybe you can. So, you tell me. Is prostitution morally right? This is Shelby Lee Kyles, and this has been Moral High Ground. Peace be with you all, and blessings upon you. Farewell.